Hey, hey, and welcome back to Transform Empowered Mindset with your host, Kim Sexton. I'm so glad you guys are here joining me for another great episode where I will be talking about how to build a genuine connection with your kids. So I will be totally honest, y'all. I know how challenging it can be to try and build a close bond with your kids, especially when your mind is consumed with all the messes in the house and just all the things you need to get done. It can sometimes steal our joy and take away from the thing that we desire to do, and that's to build a genuine connection with our kids so they can know that we love them, we see them, and we value them. So if you guys have been struggling in that area as well, then join me to be encouraged today as I will be giving you guys seven tips to build a genuine connection with your kids starting today. Let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. All right, so guys, I cannot believe that we have like two days left before our little girls will be starting school. So I'm sure you guys are in that same ballpark. My girls start school August 10th and this is a super special time for my girls because they have been homeschooled. Well, the oldest has been homeschooled for the past three years. The middle one wasn't even old enough to be in school. So she's going in uh, into VPK. But the oldest is going back after three years of homeschool. And I am so excited for them. But here lately, I guess because school is so close to being started, it has been such a struggle to deal with the disorganization in the house. You know, Like when your kids get up and like five minutes later, the house is destroyed, that type of messes. And I normally am so good at looking past it and knowing that, okay, around lunchtime, before or after I put them down for a nap, I'll tidy up things. And then at bedtime, I'll tidy up things. I have my schedule, my routine, my order, but it doesn't matter. This week or the past two weeks, it has been super challenging to look past the mess and I don't know if it's because it's been like everywhere and it's usually like in the playroom and in the living room but now it's like in the bedrooms and in the kitchen so I say all that to say your girl has been struggling so I am right there with any of you who have been dealing with the same thing and I feel like it's because school is so close and we've had like lots of preparation to do So I've had more, and I'm sure you all do as well, have more on your plate than usual. So it's just been all consuming. And so I want you guys to do your very best to just soak up the little bit of time that we have left with our little ones and not focus on the mess that is in the house or the dishes in the sink or the messy bedrooms. Like 
not focusing on any of those things. And something that is super good at helping us to not focus on that is to sit down and reflect on the things that we appreciate about our home and our kids and just really fostering that gratitude. And so soon and very soon, I'm going to have a free reflection journal that I will be giving to all of my listeners. So if you have not added yourself to the list that says, count me in, in the show notes, then pause this episode and go right now and do that so you will not miss the free gift. But I truly believe sitting down and reflecting helps train our brain to focus on what's positive and won't focus on all the things that's wrong in our house. So for the next few days that you have left with your kids, really focus on enjoying them and building a genuine connection with them. And so the first thing that I want to encourage you guys with, the first tip that I'm going to give you to foster a genuine connection with your children is simply just to be a leader. Be a leader to and for your household. Be a leader to your children. So I was a leader today with my kids just by sharing with them some home organization tips. Like I was getting so frustrated at the disorganization in the house that my mind told me you can totally use this as a teaching moment and as a time to spend time with them. So I did something called reset and I told each of them I'm going to set a timer and that we're going to reset three of the rooms that we use. So we decided to reset the kitchen, the dining room area, and the den area. And so I set a five-minute timer, and they got their little shopping carts and went around and took everything out of the kitchen that didn't belong in there. And we just made it fun. And they were running around the house all crazy, and I'm like, guys, you got to stay focused. And they took everything back to where it goes, and it didn't even take five minutes to do that. And then we went to the next room, the dining room, and I set the, I restarted the timer and I told them, all right, come over here and take everything that doesn't belong in this room out. And they did that. And then we went to the last room. We did the last room as well. And none of the rooms even took five minutes and we just did three rooms. So that's what I mean about being a leader and taking the initiative. And through that, you're spending time with them. You're bonding with them. And you're also teaching them how they need to keep their house or rooms as they grow up. All right. The second tip is to be quick to say you're sorry to them. So we so easily can get so busy with doing things and, you know, we'll snap at our kids or get super frustrated with them and yell at them when we're trying to rush and get out the door. And all that is normal. That is human stuff. We are human and we will lose our temper sometimes. But in that, we need to be quick to say that we're sorry to our children. Why? Because it's teaching them how to speak to one another when they have wronged their sibling. And it's also causing us to shake that pride that causes us to say, well, they're just a kid, whatever. And, you know, we don't apologize to them because we feel like, we're the adult, we don't have to, but in hindsight, we are teaching them to not, to be quick to forgive their siblings or say they're sorry. You know, like we're first and foremost, their biggest influencer, their biggest example. So we have to remember that. I had this issue just the other day with my daughter. I thought 
that she had misplaced a sheet of paper that I needed for her school. I needed that piece of paper because it had an email address on it that I needed. And I thought she had taken it out of the folder. But then I looked in the room and I had put it in the room and totally forgot about it. So I went to her and I said I was sorry. And, you know, that was it. She was, you know, had a smile on her face and we're done with it. So they really do value that, guys. So I really just want to illustrate that to you. All right. Number four is to show them affection three times a day. So I started this thing where I give each of my kids three hugs a day and I have three kids. So I have a two-year-old and it's super easy to show her affection three times a day. And I mean like a hug, a high five, a pat on the back, like some sort of affection, whatever you choose. Um, But my two-year-old, I mean, I probably give her three hugs before she's even brushed her teeth. So she's not the one I have to be intentional about, but my oldest, I have to be very intentional about showing her affection because they don't necessarily crave it like the younger ones do. They don't necessarily show that they need affection like the younger ones do, but they absolutely need it the most, if not more than the younger ones. So I give her like three hugs a day, morning, noon, and night. And if I forget to do that, she'll come up to me in the morning and give me a hug. So it's something that they actually enjoy and they look forward to. And you'll know it because they'll start giving that affection back to you. All right. Number four is to share words of affirmation to your kids. And what do words of affirmation do? They affirm your children. They encourage them. They make them feel special. It makes them feel valued and seen by you. So when they grow up, if their parents believe in them, is there for them, it's not going to matter what anyone else says or do to them because they have been built up at home. And so they're not going out, crave and get attention from anybody else. So sharing words of affirmation is very life-changing for your kids. And you know what? They will think about those words of affirmation when they have a hard time, say, in school or during any other activity that they are participating in. They will think subconsciously of those those powerful words that you say over them. So don't stop affirming them. All right. Number five is to get involved with something they enjoy. So my little girl is into lizards, y'all. I have no idea why, but she loves lizards. I could care less about lizards, okay? But so that she can know that I see her and that I care about what she cares about, I bought her a lizard kit. So this kit has the little tongs in there where if she goes outside, she can pick up food for the lizard. She can actually pick up the lizard with it. It's a little carrying case where she can put the lizard in. And it just has all the little stuff to get started having like your outdoor pet. She loved it. She was so excited and just couldn't wait to break it open and start using it. And so do I care about lizards? Absolutely not. But I care about what she cares about. And so to portray that to her so that I am building this close relationship where she knows my mother cares about what I care about or she cares about me, 
we have to sometimes get involved with the things that they are involved with to build that close relationship. And you can simply use it as a time to just channel your inner child. You know, we were all children once. We used to play with dolls. We used to go outside and play. So it actually gives us time to just shake off all the adult stuff that we have to do on a daily and just get down and be a kid again with our kids. They love it. All right, number six is to actively listen to them when they are talking. And I know sometimes it can be overstimulating, y'all. Oh my gosh. Very overstimulating, especially if you have more than one. And probably with one, it's overstimulating sometimes. But what I do is take less than five minutes to let them tell me a story or something about their day. And I sit down and don't do anything else. I have my phone put away. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just looking at them and listening to them. I try to actively listen to something of theirs that they want to share with me at least once a day. And by doing this, it helps them feel valued, helps them feel seen and loved by you. So just do this one time a day, look them in the eye and listen to them without doing anything else. And yes, you have to practice this. Over time, you'll get better. Don't beat yourself up. We're all a work in progress. All right, number seven. Lastly, is to be honest with our kids about how we are feeling. Also share our solutions with them. So this will help them to know how to cope and how to deal with stressful times or moments. So if we're feeling happy and excited about something, we can share that as well. But I recently was feeling just super overwhelmed, super stressed, had so much on my schedule for that day that I really need to get done. And I hadn't done something called brain dump, which is get all the information out of my head onto my planner. Hadn't done that yet. And so I was just very irritable, very snappy, jumpy. And so I decided to just share with them so they wouldn't be like, what's wrong with you, mommy? I just sat down and shared with them how I was feeling, what was going on with me. And you know what they did? They began to ask how could they help or what could they do? And that really made me feel like they care. Even though I didn't need them to do anything, I appreciate them asking. And so what I needed to do was sit down and get all the things out of my head onto paper. And so I told them, if you guys can just watch your show and let me do this, mommy will be better. And they did. You know, so sometimes I know it sounds silly, but sometimes we really do have to share with them what's going on with us and just watch and see their reaction. It actually may surprise you. But guys, I absolutely know how challenging it can be with all the things that we have on our plate to also take time to enjoy and value and bond with our kids. And so I hope today that these seven tips will just make that process a whole lot easier for you and just for you to know that it's not complicated, actually is actually quite simple and that you will find the courage today to start implementing uh, these seven tips. So I hope you guys were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. So real quick, before you guys go, I want to let you know that we have a free Facebook community just for us stay-at-home moms to help encourage one another in this season of life. So if you have not joined the group, then just go to the link in the show notes that says Transformed Empowered Moms. I would love to see you in the group. 
And you most definitely can always reach out to me at support at KimberlySexton.com. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you back on Thursday. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.